Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Rich Orris here, and thank you for listening. And you know, we've got a great show for you today. Um, we can answer any questions that you might have about your home and questions about making your home ready for your future. And when I say your future, I'm talking what we call aging in place. So myself and my guest, fellow Mosby Home Consultant, Norm Bennett, today, we can cover all of that with you. Norm has a, a background in you know, caps and, and handicap accessibility issues and, and things like that for people. So, you know, we're ready. He's here with me, ready to help you, the listener, today. You can call in now with any questions about that or any questions about your home inside, outside, any way around. We'll have it all for you today. You can find us both right here at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797 from far away. So, we can start by, we're going to get to know Norm a little bit, uh, his background, his new position here at Mosby. Uh, we can touch on some aging in place. So, you know, what what to think about when you remodel your home um, and, and, and how can we help you stay in your home for as long as you're probably hoping to. And, and that's one of the goals we do all the time. So we can also you know, help you design away the slips and falls in your bathroom. Extremely important feature of a bathroom. Absolutely. Especially as you stay and age in your home. Um, We can find out how to do that right here. Also, we can go on the road with Rich and Norm. So we'll go out and about. We'll talk about a client with some water in her basement and what was contributing to that from the exterior of the home. So a lot of fun with that. Stay with me for all of that. And of course, in the middle of the show again today, my ride at home hack, why should you always apply two coats of paint? There's a, there's a good couple theories here that you're going to want to hear. So one last time, today is your day. You can call in for the next hour. Any questions about your home from the foundation to the roof. My guest Norm and I got you covered the next 60 minutes. Call in with any questions, stories, comments, concerns, anything you have going on. We'd love to hear from you. Once again, 314-241-9797 
or 866-455-9797. So I would like to introduce now my fellow Mosby sales consultant, Norm Bennett, we could hit that sound bite now, too. That would be good because we've got something special hidden here for. Good afternoon, everybody. So, hey, Norm, hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being here, taking some time out of your Saturday. How are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks, Rich. Awesome. So, hey, that was one of my favorite scenes there from. I used to always love Cheers, always watch Cheers. Of course, I'm sure you've probably heard that once or twice at least. <laughs> Yeah, I love hearing it, though. Yeah, absolutely. It is great, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, thanks for being on. Um, this, you know, easy thing. We're just going to run through some stuff. Maybe we'll get a, a question or two once we get into a few things. But um, I, I I do like to kind of just always start off with you, the person, the man, the myth, what's going on, where did you come from, stuff like that. So, if you could give us just a kind of a quick background of just in general, how did you even get started in the remodeling industry and, and what we do? Well, it was about 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I put on a tool belt, I just felt like I was Superman. You know, I just, yeah. I loved it. It came natural to me, really enjoyed it. And about five or six years ago, we developed a business that, remodeled homes for the handicapped and the elderly. And okay. uh, that built up enough to where it was sold to a national, nationwide company. That's when I reached out to Mosby, and they were graceful enough or gracious enough to to uh, bring me on board as a home consultant. Awesome. Yeah. So in, in that role, um, probably not too far off some of the things you were doing before, but um, can you just touch on you know, what you're learning about that role and what you like about that role as a sales consultant? Well, uh, always kind of being a one-man show. You know, we were, uh, even at even at our largest, we were about 15 people. Yeah. Know? And uh, to go into Mosby, the layers of expertise is just phenomenal. I mean, I know you're one of a kind, Rich, but yeah. I, I can I can walk <laughs> I around the corner yeah. and, and go find somebody and get an answer to any question. It's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I talk about it. Um, I've talked about it for years, and and I talk about it here on the show all the time. That it's, you know, I it's great. I wish I knew everything. I, you know, I'm kind of that that generalist that knows a little bit about a whole lot of things, um, but Having that deep bench to go back to, I, I can firmly say that at Mosby, there's nothing that we don't know. It's just a matter of getting to the right person and, and that deep bench of, of knowledge and information throughout the entire company. If I don't know it, there is absolutely, I guarantee you, somebody there that does. I agree. You know, and there's a lot of us like that, and it's really, really great. So, so here, so I thought here just for a couple minutes, let's have a little fun and, and get to know Norm uh, and see kind of what you're all about. So, I've got some lightning round stuff I want to just run through real quick, easy, you know, in and outs. What do you like best? What's your favorite? Stuff like that. So, um, let's do some favorites. What's your favorite color? Blue. Awesome. See, Mosby Most Blue. Love live. it. Yeah. Um, favorite season? Fall. And what about your favorite summer activity? Now that it's 105 degrees, 
<laughs> that would have to be golf, I think, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, that's mine too. Awesome. And favorite snack? Oh, um, I guess a Cliff Bar. I'm very healthy, you can, you can yeah. tell. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So um, let's get, we'll continue real quick ones with food still. Um, are, are you a sour or a sweet guy? Sour. Awesome. So barbecue or Mexican? Barbecue. Need uh, thin crust? Like St. Louis or deep dish? I can't say thick crust being from St. Louis. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we got Panteras. People understand, oh, that's right? That's true. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were going to travel East Coast or West Coast? You know what? Uh, I've got family on the West Coast, and I'm getting kind of tired of California, so I'm going to have to say East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Are you a... Uh, a legal pad guy or an iPad guy? Man, I'm I'm trying, but I'm a legal pad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, hey, if you're running around St. Louis, would you rather go to Fritz's or Ted Drew's? That'd be Ted Drew's. Awesome. Cardinals or the Blues? Cardinals. Sweet. And if you uh going out somewhere downtown, would you go to the City Museum or the Arch? I love the Arch. Awesome. So, and then kind of in general, so... um if you could just jump on a plane to anywhere, anywhere in the world, where would that plane land for you? You know, I would go to Italy and see the Colosseum. That's sure. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any hidden talents? Well, I am actually, I really enjoy chainsaw art and wood carving. Wow. Yeah. That's really awesome. And in your life, who do you admire the most? You know, I have a lot of people I admire, but that the ones that I admire all have the same quality. They're moderators at heart. They're not looking for right or wrong or judgment. They're looking for a solution. That's the kind of people I admire. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, it's been fun. Love getting to know you. We've got a lot that we can get into. We're going to start into our first break here. But, hey, if you're out there, if you have any question about your home, you can call in right now twice the advice Two heads are better than one. Twice the knowledge. Give us a shout right now. 314-241-9797. Anything you need. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. have questions about your home call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797 keeping you connected with news entertainment and information with perspective it's all here. St. Louis's own 97.1 FM Talk. All right. We are back. I am live here today to help you out. Got my buddy Norm Bennett with me here today. Two Mosby Home Consultants at your service, ready to help you. So, hey, feel free if you got anything going on, feel free to give us a call. Until then... I think we will go on the road and we're, let's talk about 
the the call we went on, Norm, where we went on together. I did this last week with Kevin too, because it's right. You know, we do so much together, and, and we are, you know, a huge team and everything. So, you know, I wanted to talk today about an appointment we had where me and you went together, and, and we went out and and saw, you know, out in O'Fallon, Missouri. It was a client with some some water in her basement. Um, needed some water management advice and everything, and was looking to try and, you know, figure out what was going on and what was happening and and where it might be coming from. And, you know, so she's getting all this water in the basement. And, you know, we really, even walking up to the house, um, just explain, Norm, real quick, what was some of the first things we just saw walking up to the house? Oh, well, you could see where the the sidewalk had had started sloping towards the foundation of the house. Yeah. And you could see the holes in the sidewalk where it had already been pumped up once, you know, to to bring it up level. So it's really an issue the way the sidewalk was leaning in towards the foundation and and that's that's just a, a valley for the water to run down there. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so we could you know you could tell she had some mud jacking and stuff. So there was some stuff there that was you know, she, they, they kind of half knew and, and kind of was like, yeah, we, we were worried that was an issue and, and just, you know, wanted advice on what we should do to get it away and stuff. And um, but then, you know, looking at how it's graded and stuff and to help kind of explain to some people, too, when, when they build, you know, houses like that and you're over digging the foundation where the foundation wall is, you know, at least like two feet. Um, for, for the footings and for room to have a person to get in there to set up forms and do all this stuff. And, and you're eight feet deep. When you dig that soil out and you put it back, I mean, soil gets about 60% larger when you dig it out of the ground from where it's been in there for years and compacted and everything. It literally expands that much with air, oxygen, everything in there. So when you put it back, you know, it's much, much bigger and it, it just won't all fit. You know, that's why you see the front yards whenever um, you see a sewer lateral replace and you see how they mound it up like three feet and they leave it that way for like almost a year and, and it sinks down and then they come back and then they level it off and everything, put some topsoil and make it normal. Well, if, the, if that sewer lateral's eight or 10 feet deep, and they put three feet. Well, really, if it say it's ten feet deep, it should be six feet high. And you should wait until that six feet to get that sixty percent is literally level with the ground. And well, no one's really got that much time, but that's you know, over the years on these newer homes, these homes that are fifteen, twenty, twenty-five years old, this dirt is settling around the house. So when you have a sidewalk, stuff like that, or even just plantings and things, it starts sloping towards your house and just start sending water that way. And we see it in planting beds and stuff where people just keep adding mulch to keep it looking level, but underneath it, everything's going the wrong direction. But, you know, once we kind of got into that and explaining, you know, getting that water away from that foundation, you know, what else did we find where else she could have possibly been getting water in around the top of that foundation? Because you were kind of surprised. Yeah, you surprised me a little bit there. Um, I'm looking at the really obvious uh, situation around the foundation and the 
the slope of the yard and things like that. And when you started looking behind the siding, I thought you had uh, maybe were having a stroke or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense because uh, that's where the roof came down and you pulled that the siding back. There's no house wrap on the siding. Yeah. Behind the siding was just oxboard. And yes. I was I was pretty shocked by that. Yep. And, and that is, uh, you know, unfortunately all too common in those areas. And, you know, so, and that was right in that sidewalk area. And, you know, there was like a brick to kind of describe to people. There's, there's a, there's like a brick half wall, about three feet high or so. Um, and then there's a piece of metal flashing and then there's vinyl siding above that. And you could even see how the flashing's bent the wrong way. And, it, you know, when water gets there, it's literally sending water behind that brick, behind the siding. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to explain to her that, you know, geez, you, probably most of it's from the ground and the sidewalk. But if you get wind-driven rains hitting on this and that brick is on top of that foundation wall, and, and the problem is the basement's finished. So you can't just see where water is coming from. You just know the carpet's wet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, do you tear out walls to see if it's coming from above or not? Do you just think it's all hydrostatic pressure? And and if you take the water away from the foundation, you know, and then the next discussion was there's a lot of companies out there that will just come in and just say, yeah, let's just renew your sump pump because she had a sump pit and stuff, but it's perfectly dry, never has water in it. I don't know that that's even working well. But, you know, so if you put a sump pump in, in sump pit and did all that stuff inside, then you could get all that water away. But think about that water coming down your wall from your siding and over your foundation and, and down the wall. What's it doing to the wall, to the floorboards, to the, you know, floor joists, all that stuff? And or if it is hydrostatic pressure, then you're letting all this water come around your footings, under your footings, get to this interior pump and then pump it back out. If, I mean, the house is just so much healthier if you can make that go away and if you can make it move and go where it needs to go. So, 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 you know, so we have a couple of options for her and, um, you know, thinking of different ways to get that away. And it's not to say that that sump pump work isn't necessarily in the future at some time, but you know, we got a really good shot if all this happens that it's just, you might not ever have this issue again. You've handled it from the outside and you didn't need to tear apart your finished basement and all of that. Yeah. And I I did appreciate that, Rich, also because you discussed that um, this is a a way to fix it with the sump pump, but, you know, we want to fix it in a way that the water's not flowing from the outside of the house into the foundation system somewhere. Oh, yeah, and if it causes settling or things like that to happen, I mean, wow, then then where are you at, you know, later on down the road? You've just created more things to do. So my theory, get that water away from your house. Put your, put your downspouts in the ground and get them at least 10 feet from your foundation. Move everything out in a way and just make everything ready and healthy and, and, and good for you, you know. Um, and that was, you know, that was kind of an education thing that that's why me and Norm were together and we're, you know, checking some of these things out together and, and, and helping, you know, Norm here learn what do we do? How do we do it? What are the things we're trying to do and advise and looking at? And yeah, it does 
surprise a lot of people. They jump to the obvious and, the, and they go right to it. So, so for everybody else out there, we love teaching. We love education. We love great things here at Mosby. So I did want to let everyone know we just had our last webinar on the 21st. We've got a new one coming up next month, August 25th. We've got one of my favorite topics, what we were just talking about, all about siding, windows, roofing, doors, everything outside. We've got a siding webinar coming up August 25th at 11.30 a.m. You can go to mosbybuildingarts.com forward slash seminars to check that out. Our experts, they'll give you all sorts of information that you need to help you on your remodeling journey, make it good for you and stress-free and all that. So we're going to get into our middle break here, and uh, we'll have a lot more to come for everybody once we're back. Hang in there and give us a call if you need anything. We will be right back. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, here we go. A right at home hack. Why should you always apply two coats of paint, even when the can says one coat on the can? So whether it says one coat or not, you know, getting a great satisfactory coverage has to do with several different things, including opacity. So, for example, like a raspberry red color will not cover anything in one coat, nor will like a bright, bright yellow. It's very, very difficult they just don't have the pigment in them to really effectively block that underlying coat. So in the so your other half of it also is, you know, it's just a bad idea to try and slather this paint on too thick, really attempt to save yourself some time. You know, one coat rarely covers well and and you know when you think about it Two thin, even coats, it's much easier. It's easier to get through. It'll get you better results in the end once you start seeing the natural light and everything come in. And a thick coat of paint can really leave a lot of roller lines. It can run. It can perform real poorly, you know, with one thick coat. And it will take way more time to try and repair any type of runs lines and then end up coating again. And you're using too much paint trying to do it that way. So do yourself a favor, you know, ask yourself, why do the pros always do that? So, you know, think like the pros paint with two coats, even every time that you do it, no matter what it's on your walls, your base trim, your cabinets, anything you're doing, get two good thin coats, make it look nice and do it well. So if you want to hear this hacker any of my hacks every week. You can find them all on my social media pages every single week. Rich Oris Mosby for Facebook or at Rich Oris for Twitter. We're going to get back to our regular show with Norm Bennett with me. I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook Live here. And let's get back into what we got going on, Norm, because we got a lot of stuff to touch on today. And um, I'm really excited about your new role and coming in and, and you know, and about someone learning these things. And, and and to me, I love to be able to explain, explain to everybody, you know, some of these differences. Now, I've been here almost 20 years now. So, you know, I, I lose touch with what I did more than 20 years ago a little bit and stuff. So um, kind of touching on what you've been doing, how you've been learning and, and, and some of those differences, you know, can you just kind of explain some of the training and what you've been learning, you know, getting started here at Mosby and, and 
you know, being trained to be a home consultant for us. Yeah, it, it um, it's definitely not something that um, I was rushed through. It's uh, it's there's there's a great deal of layers at Mosby, like we talked about earlier, layers of expertise. Yeah. So, um, and and that's what makes me feel so comfortable in this role because. That's great for me as an asset to have those experts I can go to in any different department, but it's even greater for the customer because there's things happening behind the scenes that you don't see that are usually just a surprise. When we get there, we do it a certain way. We have certain procedures. So I appreciate that so much. Um, and as and, and during my training, Mosby has segmented the business very wisely in my mind into exteriors, right bath, right kitchen, design build, because each one of those areas have people that do the same thing over and over and over. And they say you have to do something 10,000 times to become a master at that. <laughs> yes, we have right. some yeah. masters at Mosby. So I can go into any cubicle and just basically ask, what are you a master at performing and learn from that? So, and, and it's been a, it's been a very uh, beneficial time for me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, those layers and, and those different areas and, you know, what really is so good about it. And I was just explaining this to one of my, my, um, clients that a neighbor a couple doors down called in and they were like, Oh, it's, you know, like my clients think it's just me. I think like I'm <laughs> the only guy that does this for Mosby or something, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm like, if you just call in, depending on what you're after, you know, there, there's some of us that cross all the gamuts and then there's a few of us in each area that don't do as much crossing. And so when someone calls in, it's like, yeah, I want siding, windows, doors, roofing. We've got an expert that can come out or a few and look at those areas and they can be focused on those areas. And we have different processes for all of those areas. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it, it could, it could be me cause I cross all the gamuts, but it, it could be one of those experts from any of those areas. So the designing area, you know, the, the full design build, the interior remodeling, you know, and kind of like, you know, what your role's going to turn into with, you know, more caps and accessible design and, and things like that down the road, you know, is something that we see and we focus on, you know, all the time. So, so what's one of the biggest differences really between like here and, and where you've been and what you've done in the past? I mean, what, what would you really say is one of the biggest differences? I would say the, the comfort level that that I can speak to with a prospective customer um, really comes from the heart because I've seen in the past 30 years um, just about everything go wrong that could go wrong. And in a yeah. lot of cases, you know, there uh, you may have the greatest, uh, the best intentions to provide a certain service to a customer, but if you don't have the layers, the backup, the ability to pull one person out of that operation and still provide that service and quality where at Mosby, there's not one person. There's not just Rich. There's not just me. There's a big, big team behind us. And 
that's what I would say is the greatest benefit and the, and the thing that I, I constantly harp on because I've been on the other end when it was just me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a few guys. I've been there too. Yeah. Been and, there, uh, done that. And you, you can, you can get sick. You can, you know, and I, you know, Rich, and you've done it many times, gone back in and had to fix something because, well, they started the job and didn't finish or, or, you know, it, yeah, it, it oh, can yeah. be a, it can be a bad, bad situation. And, uh, sure. and I just could not, unless it was my company, say it with this kind of, of, of conviction that, yeah, yeah. that I feel good about, uh, what I'm, what we're doing in the service we're providing because of that. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and uh, that's another thing I talk about all the time is, you know, wearing too many hats. You know, when I was on my own, when I did, I had my own company for a little while. Um, you know, I started with my father doing work with him, went with a couple of different companies after that, had my own company for a little while. Did, and, and it's just trying to wear all those hats. I'm like, it's, it's so difficult to, to put on your owner hat and then take it off and put on your, I'm going to advise you well, you know, of what you need in your home hat and then change the hat to the guy actually putting it in, doing the framing and the tile and the dry, you know, and then going back and then you're swipping and swapping through all this. And, you know, so, so you're, you're kind of mediocre, like five things. Exactly. When you can be really great at one thing with that one hat on and you get the right people in the right places and it just starts to come together and, and really, you know, starts to, to work, you know? So, so what, what are you most excited as you, as you start going out and doing everything? What are you most excited to just achieve with what you're doing here at Mosby? What I enjoy the most (laughs) is, you know, I've looked at, I've looked at a lot of houses and looked at a lot of projects and I enjoy going in and talking to the customer and offering them a solution that they didn't think of. I like the look on their face. I like mm-hmm. the response. I like the, uh, it, it's a little bit exciting. And, uh, and when you are able to just from past experience say, you know, we did this one time and it looked like this and even maybe pull up the picture on your phone and show them, you know, yeah. I really enjoy that. Another thing I really enjoy is I can draw them a picture uh, literally, you know, in 3d and because it's hard to visualize. And so if you can't pull up that picture, maybe I can draw that front porch, you know, the way it might look or just it, that's enjoyable to me also. I really enjoy doing that. Yep. And, and so, you know, I, we did an exercise years ago, um, with all of us that, that do all the consulting and everything. And, and it was kind of a self exercise to, to kind of say, you know, how do you explain what you do for a living? And basically the question we had to answer was in one word, describe what you do. Help. And exactly. Like, so mine was educate. Yeah. Okay. You know, we had another one that, um, basically said counseling. Uh-huh. You know, he was like, sometimes I got to be like this counselor between yeah. the mom and the kids or the husband and the wife or the this and the that and to try to help explain, you know, and, and get them on, on an even keel. I thought that one was, was really super creative. Yeah. 
but yeah, you you're like me. It's like an educated consumer that you can help is so much better off, and it's so much better off for us. You know, a lot of people think they 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 want to go in and and know all this stuff and explain their way, and just this is what you need to do and all of this. And and if people don't understand, but you do it well, then they'll just like it and want it or whatever. And it's like, no, you don't understand when they understand, then they really like it and want it. Then they really know like, Oh, this is important. And this, yeah, I get this now. And and it just makes so much of a difference to, to us and to them that, you know, it's, it's quite amazing. So, you know, being here in a lot of the things that we do, um, yeah, it's it's so different, you know, for everybody, for us, for them, for for all the way across the board. So, so I think we're gonna get into our next our, our last break here. When we come back, I want to touch on just kind of like company culture a little bit and what you're seeing and what you're learning and how we do that stuff kind of differently than most too. So we'll be right back after these messages. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. All right, here we go. Last segment, having a great time with my buddy Norm Bennett with me today talking about what we do here at Mosby, how we help people, things we can go through. And, you know, what I'd like to really touch on is um, let's get into some of that accessible, handicap accessible caps, aging in place, some of these things, as I think it's it's so important. And, you know, here at Mosby, we're here for lasting value. We're here to build it right. We've got a 10-year workmanship warranty. We want to make things last. So when we think about these jobs and when we design bathrooms and kitchens and and different, you know, areas around the house, you know, we have several designers that are are CAP certified, aging in place specialists. They think about these things and, you know, how to keep you in your home for the long haul. So can you, and you've got a great background in this stuff. And so can you kind of just explain to, to, some of the listeners, what's the real difference between like handicap accessible and creating a space that's specific for a specific person's needs that really helps what they need to have happen? Well, what we what we found um, over and over is that there were there's two different ways of looking at this. An architect looks at it from a perspective ADA compliant. Yeah, you're not gonna make your home ADA compliant <laughs> yes. unless you write a very large check. So what we uh, became very proficient at doing was assessing uh, the individual's needs, and sometimes it was simple, sometimes it was complicated. But uh, St. Louis is is uh, a, a known for its 24 inch bathroom door, <laughs> for yeah, example, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and so you're not going to get through there if you have any kind of a mobility de- device. Yeah. So you start opening up doors, then what do you do with the footprint of that door? What have you, you know, how many outlets do you have to move? That kind of thing. You know, you, yeah, you're switches, really, everything. yeah, you're, you're really just trying to make it work for that individual's needs. And, uh, for the most part, what a lot of people 
want to do is it's time to update that bathroom or it's time to update that home. They don't have any issues, but they know they're going to live there for another 20, 30, 40 years, hopefully. Let's do it in a way that takes into consideration what our needs might be in 20 years. That's the that's the, the, sure. the great thing to start thinking about. Yep. And, and to me, the, the way I, I try and explain it to some people is like, you know, handicap accessible or ADA compliant is like, you know, it's like designing for the masses. It's made to just work if, if this is the condition. And, you know, I, I just talked not too long ago about designing houses and how these, there was this whole article about how millennials love dogs and they're starting to design, you know, all this dog stuff into like the laundry room or maybe they're, you know, and they're, and it's like, well, but not everyone's a millennial and not everyone's a dog person. And you're trying to design this house for the masses. And that is kind of hard to do because not, it just, not everybody's the same mm-hmm. and not everybody has the same needs. And and I had a client with, you know, a bathroom remodel, had a stroke, stuff like that, needed, needed some things changed. They were trying to get a bathroom on the first floor and everyone that they had talked to was really they were kind of hell bent on it has to be this big. We got to move your living room wall because it has to be this wide. Cause if you end up this way or you're trying to get around, it just, it has to be. And the, 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 the actual person helping rehabilitate this person literally looked at the bathroom, saw he was going to use it and looked at me and said, don't move that wall. It's hmm. where it needs to be for what he has to do. So if you put a grab bar there, it is going to help him do this. You move that wall two feet so we can spin a wheelchair around and he can't get off the toilet or we need to do something different. Yeah. And it's like, so yeah. So what are we thinking? You know, and you have to take, you know, and that's what I love about our design process is getting into all these conversations with everybody and trying to take that into consideration because, you know, it's not for the masses. And I think that's, what people have to understand, you know? Yeah. And a good example of the design process that's really important is, let's say you are in that situation where it's time for our bathroom to be updated. We may not do anything that makes it look like it's handicap accessible whatsoever. The the grab bar blocking will be behind the wall. Yes. So we can put them in later. The, the towel bar might really be a grab bar rating. Yes. But it looks like a towel bar. So the thing, those are the things that you can do if you have somebody behind you that is saying, what about this? What about that? And it makes a big difference for 20 years down the road. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's 100% absolutely. It is just, you know, so great. So, so what do you think, you know, if someone's going to, to remodel their house, do you have any thoughts on what should they be thinking about in some of these different areas? They should be thinking about any step. <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. Steps are not your friend. And, uh, and that includes the, uh, getting the tub out of there. You know, it, taking it from a tub to a shower is a beautiful thing to do. And, yeah. and, and looking at lighting, looking at, uh, just how you're going through the house. You do it so repetitively that you don't realize you're using the table between the kitchen and the living room to put your hand on to support yourself. 
there might yeah. be something else besides that rickety table yeah, to help exactly. you get around the corner. Yeah, you know? and some of these steps are so small, too. Like, people just don't think about, you know, even when they have the walk-in shower, you, you don't realize how much harder it is to step over five or six inches than two inches. Exactly. Until you're there. Yeah. You know, so we have some great ability of, you know, some onyx shower floor bases that, you know, are going to in the end maybe be like a two inch step instead of a four or five inch step. So, yeah, there's a lot of options and a lot of things that we can do, you know, to to help and and just plan all that, you know, for everybody. So I do invite everybody out there. Hey, check out like the webinars we have, you know, every month hear some of this information you can you can find us online callmosby.com c-a-l-l-m-o-s-b-y.com you can check out information on me on norm on the whole company on everything that we do so or just call our office and have us come out and take a look at some of these things that you're thinking about 314-909-1800 so norm i want to thank you for coming out taking some time out of your saturday joining us it's been fun I love it. It's great information. Again, help, educate. I love getting that information out there. So join me next week when we have, we talk about some Cambria countertops next week. Be good. I'll talk to everybody next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.